Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS online program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our next guest, we have Peter Metzinger. Peter is based in Zurich, Switzerland, or outside of Zurich, Switzerland. He studied physics and he's an entrepreneur. He both helps nonprofits as well as for-profits. Peter, thanks so much for being our Gifters podcast, where your story is a gift to the world. Thank you very much for being in there. I feel really honored. So Peter and I actually know each other. We met last year, and he's also part of our GPS community, where Peter is a man that I deeply respect, because if you were to see him in person, he just looks very stately. He looks like he could be the president of, of a country, a, a <laughs> prime minister. So he just comes off as very stately. But more importantly, he has a mind of a physicist and the heart of a, of a, like a, a, a nonprofit leader. And then he has this, this blend of all these great qualities. So Peter, share with our guests what your company does. He, Peter also wrote a book as well. But Peter, share with our guests how you go about changing and transforming your clients' organizations. What we do is we identify the changes that are needed to achieve the goals. Whatever you want to achieve, if you cannot command it and you cannot simply do it, you need people to change their behavior, their attitude, or their thinking. And we come up with concepts or strategies to achieve that, that kind of change that helps organizations or companies to achieve their goals because it always comes back to changing individuals thinking behavior or attitudes and how did you come about that was that from your physics background or that's more from your nonprofit background like where did you come up with that awareness i would say it's a, it was a combination because as a, as a physicist i love to to come up with formula that explain everything that help you to make predictions like uh, um, you can you can calculate what is going to happen if you put in certain information. And, and I, did, I discovered when I was working for Greenpeace as a campaigner and campaigns director, I discovered that there is a, a formula possible or a theory to, to plan campaigns or change processes and, and also to execute and evaluate them. And also you can use it to train people, to train campaigners. And, and when I realized that I had the idea of creating such a theory, that's great. And now, can you give us some specific examples of a client where they started at one point and then they hired you to, to help them and then now the outcome is just exponentially different and better? Yeah, one, one famous example is the World Economic, Economic Forum in Davos. They, uh, they were criticized a lot. There was a whole movement against them. There were fights in the streets and they, they just didn't get through with their message um, how they were dedicated to improve the state of the world, which was their claim. And communication could not solve the issue. And one day I got a call and, and we went through the process of the, of the situation analysis, which is, it's a very systematic approach, my model. So you ask certain questions at certain times and you go through the process and you come up with, um, with new insights, new ideas, and from there you develop a strategy and, and we use this model to, to create the concept of the open forum, which is today an integrated part of the World Economic Forum and which took away a lot of the pressure. So they 
reached out to you, the World Economic Forum reached out to you, and you were able to create this open forum for them. Yeah. Yes, it was called, my concept was still called Public Forum, but it was what today is called the Open Forum. Great. Public Okay. So I just want I just want our guests to know because Peter is a very modest man, but like for our guests to know, the World Economic Forum is the premium premier gathering of world leaders, billionaires, executives in the world. So you'll have the Bill Gates go there, the Jack Ma's, the presidents of the world go there. So I want to just stress that Peter has the experience at the highest levels of the world. And the World Economic Forum, for those of you who are listening, if you really want to understand the macro trends, the macro positions of various countries, it's one of those events that happens in Davos, in Switzerland, outside of Zurich. And Peter was working with them to create this open forum. So I just want to make sure that our guests know how, how powerful and this the gravitas of responsibilities. So that's, that's phenomenal. Now, for you, as a physicist, we talk about Elon Musk a lot, and Elon Musk always talks about the first principles of physics. When we look at a problem, you have to break it down to the elemental elements. Is that part of your process when you're working with clients? Yes, definitely, definitely. It was, uh, for example, I was the strategic campaign manager of a political party here in Switzerland, which had been losing votes for 20 years, and I, I helped them uh, come up with an election campaign strategy five years ago, and that was the turnaround for the political party. In, in that elections, they, they gained 23.5% additional votes. So that's one-fourth additional votes. And, and they said one of the key factors was that we broke down uh, the goal to concrete mini-goals, which added up to the, to the overall goal. This process of breaking down the first goal of, like, we want more voters, to we need that number of voters, to we need that number of voters in this voting district and that number in this voting district um, made it all not only more concrete, but achievable. They could, suddenly they could see that it was worth the effort of going into the streets and campaigning on the streets and doing canvassing and, and whatever was needed. And they were totally motivated and inspired And this party before had the image of not being able to send their people out in the streets. And all of a sudden, suddenly became like street fighters. Um, wow. And, and that, that was one very important success factor. This breaking it down. Yeah, it was an inspiring experience. No, that's great. Now you, unlike so many people, have so much experience in different verticals, but also different industries. So like you also did a lot with the Greenpeace organizations too. Like if you can explain what, what, what Greenpeace does and what capacity you work with them for and what did you really learn that you can teach our listeners? I can't really say what they do today because I'm outside. But when I was uh, working for Greenpeace, we stopped nuclear power plants from being built we or re nuclear reprocessing plants we achieved uh, that the antarctica was protected it's the world park antarctica um, we we stopped uh, cfcs from being produced and and protected the ozone layer uh, we achieved a lot of change actually and it was always through a combination of concrete action and communication so um, it's not only about it's not only communication Communication is not everything. 
you also have to think about where do, do you really need to change something directly or where does it need an intervention so that some processes change which again can be accompanied by communication it's always a, this product I, I say it's a product if one of them is zero then it's not campaigning it might be perfect communication or perfect intervention but only when both come together then mm -hmm. campaign. yeah I just like how you approach things in life. I'm just curious, did you grow up this way? Did you have mentors or your parents or books that you read? Like, how did you become aware of this, this, this awareness of process? I know you, again, majored in physics, but if you were to dial back your life when you're a five-year-old um, child, like, did you have that early inclination to have this, this observation I mean, of life? From a, from a totally different background, my, my father worked in the steel industry my mother was a, um, a tailor um, who worked from home. My grandfather, um, he, had, he was early retired and he took me on long walks. And I remember when he first talked about Albert Einstein and, and inspired my, my passion for, uh, or ignited my passion for physics. And I think basically it was because of him that I studied physics. And, and another inspiration was the, the 68th movement, um, the anti-Vietnam War movement, uh, um, which had a big influence on me. Music, music especially, music, rock and roll music from that time. Hmm. And that all, that all kind of made me first get involved with the peace movement in the early 80s. And from there I got involved with Greenpeace. That's exceptional. We only have a few more minutes left, Peter, but yeah. in terms of what you're saying about Albert Einstein, few people know, and there's a book by Walter Isaacson, who wrote a book, a biography about Einstein. And he said how when Einstein was when in his mid-20s, he worked as a third-rate patent clerk in a Swiss office. And mm -hmm. Einstein would say that because no one cared about him, he wasn't published, he couldn't even get a job, I think, at a high school as a teacher. But he mentioned that how, as a patent clerk, he would just have to review things with meticulous detail. And because of that reviewing process, the observation process, he was able to have and see things that most people didn't. And it seems like you as a, as a physicist, trained physicist, you see things that no people, other people don't, which is why clients can learn so much from you and, and benefit from you. So I just want to, really want to thank you, Peter, for pointing that out from a physics point, uh, standpoint. And how can our guests stay in touch with you, Peter? Sorry, say the last sentence again. I didn't understand it. How can our guests... How can our, our guests stay in touch with you? How can they reach out to you to uh, learn more about your services? They, they can reach me on Twitter. My, my Twitter handle is campaigning, at campaigning. That's the easiest way. Or they can, uh, they can find me on LinkedIn, Peter Metzinger. Or they send me an email to uh, peter at campaigning.ch. CH for Switzerland. Peter at campaigning.ch. Great. Peter, thanks again for being on our Gifters podcast. Your story is a gift to the world. Have a great day, Peter. Thank you very much, Chris. It's been an honor and a pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.